Tonight on Fun With Dirt, Harry and Jay finally figure out that their boss is cheap. How could they not know that? He barely pays them half the time. He smokes cheap cigars, he wears cheap suits, and he's been stealing Netflix by logging into his neighbor's account. Meanwhile, in the episode, the guys take a trip to defend Craig's lack of honor and Jerome's first day at McGee's. Fun with Dirt starts now. Dark Charm presents Fun with Dirt. Starring Denny Atwell, Justin Gregory, Miguel Pedroza, Robert Hunter, and Mac McCloskey as the gatekeeper. It was a glorious and bright sunny day, but if you asked Harry and Jay, they would have told you it was cold and rainy. That was the mood they were abruptly thrust in. They leaned up against the van with scowls on their faces as they watched members of Fleischer's funeral home doing their jobs. Harry was eating an ice cream cone while Jay smoked a cigarette. The bastards. I know, we've been doing this the old-fashioned way since we got here, and these motherfuckers... They watched as Fleischer's team unloaded an excavator out of the back of a truck and drove the smaller device to the plot, and they began using the machine to dig. Harry shook his head and just walked over to them. One of the Fleischer men saw Harry coming and stopped. Well, look who it is. What you want, Hercules? Let's leave the feet of strength for over at Fanny's, eh? Shut up, Barney. The Barners have nothing to do with this. This is business. What the hell is this? The gravedigger called Barney, who at first sight was an older, fatter version of Harry, looked confused. What the hell are you talking about? Jay man? finally put out his cigarette and joined Harry. Why don't you tell us? Barney still didn't understand as his partner walked up to him. It means why are we using this machine instead of van digging? Barney turned toward his partner, an older man of Latino descent, with a Van Dyke goatee flecked with strands of white hair and his overall dark hair. Because it's the 21st century, Hector. It isn't my fault his employer is so damn cheap that he can't buy an excavator for his crew. Hell, we don't have the insurance you all have either. And yet, we're doing double the business? How does that make any sense? We could probably have done more if we had an excavator like you guys. This little competition, I'm beginning to think that we're going to be picking up business soon. And McGee's is going to be shit out of luck. Bullshit. We'll stop you guys just as we've always done before, excavator or not. Meanwhile, back at the parlor, Old Man McGee was writing in his ledger until he reached a point where he slammed his old hand on the table and threw the pen across the room. At this rate, we're going to be flat broke if we don't get more sales soon. Uh, all right, hey, Pops. Um, I know we talked about the, the uh, excavator situation. I think if we cut back on some of the crews and actually, you know, bought an excavator... You... There's that word again! Mm. You know why I don't buy an excavator, son? Because I have way too many fuck-ups who work around here. And they would just break the damn thing. And I would be down more money than if they just dig it by hand. Well, I mean, it's not that. I mean, we've, we've, we've cut costs really well. Uh, you know, considering Flesh is, has been on our asses in this whole contest. Uh, you know, on our backs, this whole contest. Even though we're winning, it's not by much, all right? But, like, um, look on the other side of this, Pops, okay? I hate you when you call me Pops. Reminds me of that fucking breakfast cereal. Like, hey, once this thing is over and we get the excavator, 
we can dismiss some of these some of these stooges we can eliminate the, the the whole insurance thing attached to them i mean that's just that's just money saved we pay out so much money on insurance well, we need to make sure that our people are taken care of grave diggers get hurt undertakers get hurt if i do anything right in my life it's that i make sure the men and women in my employ are still able to go to the doctor if they need to you know damn well most of these assholes don't hold you in high regard for that damn dead fuck shit what why are you so damn loyal because somebody gave me that same loyalty a very long time ago son and it's the right thing to do Oh, 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 you, you mean when you won the company in the poker game from Cavendish and changed the name? Is that what you mean? A pause came over McGee. Well, it wasn't his company anymore! Dead. Alright, we'll see what happens after this contest. If it turns out we can get enough for the excavator, we'll make some changes. Several hours later, Harry and Jay arrived back at the parlor in the van and pulled up to the garage to unload the equipment. Craig walked out of the parlor and came up to them. Hey guys. What is it, Craig? We got work to do. Craig sighed as he tried to come up with how to explain hey, what uh, was listen. going on. I know we don't have exactly a working or good or favorable relationship. I think you two are fuck-ups. And that's putting it in the, in the best terms I can. Ah, thanks, Craig. Now we got that out of the way. Hey, look, I, I can't go to no one else. All right, I need your help. Harry and Jay stopped their work and looked at him as if he had two heads growing out of his neck. What did you say? I said I need you guys' help. <laughs> this, this is a joke, right? I wish it was a joke, big man. It'd be fucking hilarious. What do you need from us? Like you said. We're fuck-ups. If this is about your cocaine problem, we... Hey, I don't have a... I don't have a cocaine problem, okay? I'm just... I'm just... I'm, I'm naturally high-strung. I'm... Uh, this is... This is just my nature. Then what the hell is wrong? Alright, so... You know the packages we sell for our coffins, right? Yeah. Do you ever wonder why we can sell that type of quality, like, so damn cheap? Harry and Jay looked at each other. I don't know, great salesman? I know, your sister Connie is the bomb. Well, yeah, we do have great salespeople, and please leave my sister out of this uh, in more ways than one. But that's not the only reason, okay? Craig stopped as Harry and Jay waited for him to reply. All right, look, I'm going to let you in on this. I get them wholesale from the Amish. The Amish? Yes, the Amish. The, the Amish, you know, the hats, the, the whole thing, the, whole, the motherfucking Amish, yes. There ain't no Amish in Massachusetts. Look, I know. I know there's none in Massachusetts, okay? I had to get them from Vermont and get them shipped here. So, so what's the problem? Their buggies break down or something? No, no, their fucking buggies didn't break down. Are you, you're not getting this, Osgood. I am behind a full quarter on my debt to them, okay? Three months. Eh, this is the Amish we're talking about. I think you should be okay as long as you get them paid soon. You know, they're peaceful people, aren't they? All right, look, most of the time they are, but this ain't about money. I kind of left one of the daughters at the altar. Harry and Jay were so shocked that Harry started coughing as he choked on his own spit. Jay was motionless. <coughs> you, you what? Okay, you know what? It, it, it's, a, it's a long, long fucking story, 
and and I will make it as 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 quick as possible for you idiots to understand. Okay. All right. So there was this New England con uh, convention. Okay, of parlors set back. Uh, it was a couple of years ago, a few years ago. At that point in time, we were getting all our coffins in bulk from a main manufacturer in the region. Okay. I forgot the name. I, I know Fletcher still uses them. I was at the convention that Pops met Jedediah Petersheim. All right, Petersheim promised Pops a 40% decrease in the cost of the coffins if we worked only with him. In turn, Pops had to use them for exclusive wood rights, linings, headstone. You get the you you get the point. All right, it made a lot of sense at the time that we're giving this a big deal. Well, Pops, he got a better deal for the wood and decided that he would talk it over with Jedediah and see if we couldn't get a, a you know, a, 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 a resettlement, a restructuring, a, some kind of, you know, settlement going. And this all happened at a private poker game in Wells, Vermont. What is it with Wells, Vermont? Everything is happening up there nowadays. I've been there a couple times. Really nice place. Oh, you two shut the fuck up and let me finish. Of course. Sorry. Sheesh. So, god damn it, this poker game fell on the worst day of the year for Pops. Mom died several years ago, and it was the anniversary of her death, alright? So Pops likes to drink, uh, you know, their favorite drink on that day. Sh shit ton of it, alright? Brandy. I've never touched this stuff. Dude, you don't even drink. I know, that's why I never touched this stuff. Uh, yeah, anyways, so Pops arrived at the poker game, already not in a great mood, and, you know, already kind of started the night. He walked up to Jedediah. Called him, uh, you know, Jedediah, and Jebediah. That's just Jedediah to Jebediah. It's it's it's. Mm, I can't even explain it. All right. He didn't bother to shake the man's half hand, and 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 he walked into the cottage for the game. Like this is just disrespect on another level. All right. It really pissed Jedediah off. What? Because he called him Jebediah? I think that's a common mistake. Jay, people have disappeared for much much fucking less, okay? Anyways, the game starts. Jedediah and his boys are winning, and and, uh, and it's non-stop. Pops starts talking shit to everybody about the wood situation. He's already pissed about losing all his money and all his hands, and Jedediah sticks to his guns about the agreement. Pop stands up in a drunken rage and shouts at them. Well, what do your stupid-ass beard know about funeral parlors anyway? Most coffins are metal! Metal! And with that last little insult, he looked at Pops and kicked him out of the cottage. Now, I know, I know there, there, there were worse things out there than an old man calling another old man curse words, but Jedediah takes the fucking cake. How so? I mean, he's fucking Amish, man. Alright, so, uh, remember two months ago? When we came out and saw that someone wrote Fornicate thy mother on the aluminum siding of the parlor and the liquefied dog shit. Oh my god, it was them? I thought that was, um, someone else. Who did you think it was? <sighs> um, you. <laughs> or Clarence. Well, oh, who, who fucking rate, okay? I'm so glad I was able to clear that up for you two idiots. Alright, Casanova, where does the daughter come into play? Now, I know that Pops would have no recollection of what happened, and Jedediah was so pissed that he wouldn't deal with him directly, so I did what any good son 
would do. In this situation, I pleaded to keep the coffin deal with the family. Of course I did. I'm good, like I said, I'm a good son. Fuck you too, if you think otherwise. If he wouldn't make them for us anymore, and for Pops, maybe he would make them for me. Alright? I asked him, what would it take for him to continue to, to provide the coffins? And he, he, he gave me an answer. I don't think anybody was, um, was, was prepared for it. I wasn't prepared for it. He wanted me to join the family. Alright? He wanted me to join the fucking family. He had a daughter named Helena, who he was, you know, priming for marriage. <laughs> and he thought you were a prime candidate? <laughs> for your information, Jay, I have been eligible bachelor over the year five times in a row and pile monthly. Okay, fuck you. Harry threw his hands into the air. Now I've heard everything. So wait, you were to marry Helena. What happened then? So anyways, I met up with Helena Petersheim and well... <laughs> he paused a significant amount of time. It was almost as if he wanted to bypass all of that. Harry and Jay didn't relent. Well? <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> well, um... Fuck, I said this. I'd make this quick. All right, so... <clears throat> so she was pretty, but in a very... You, you know, um, home-style manner? You know what I mean? Like, and that became... It's, it's, it's a bit of a turn-off for me. I... Alright, fucking alright. Well, who the hell are you two gonna tell? She never shaved, in like anything. She was hairier than a Sasquatch, and she never clipped her fucking toenails. Like a velociraptor, okay? I'm pretty sure you're such a catch. Well, they also wanted me to join them in the whole in the whole Amish life. You know, I can't do that. I love technology too much. It brings me porn. I didn't say that. And besides, I was trying to do all of this behind Pop's back. You mean your father has no idea what's going on? No, 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 fucking none. So let me get this straight. You strung old man Petersheim and his daughter along just long enough to get three months worth of coffins made. And you reneged on the deal by not marrying her. Now, they're pissed that their agreement has been broken. And you don't know what to do? And you want to do this so your father has no idea what's going on, correct? Well, yeah, putting it bluntly, yeah. And once again, how do you suggest we take care of this problem for you? We're not exactly diplomats. And I'm not going up there to kick the shit out of some poor Amish dude for you, Craig. That's where I draw the line. Oh, no, hey, yo, I'm not asking you to kick the shit out of anyone, all right, big guy? I don't want anyone arrested for this. Considering what you did to the chiropractor, I'm surprised that Pops let you hey, stay on. Hey, that wasn't my fault. You're fucking dangerous. And besides, I know that you two aren't diplomats. But you are the, you know, salt of the earth type motherfuckers, you know, common. You might be able to convince him to fix this problem without Pops knowing. Just uh, take a trip to Vermont and talk to him. All right? I have the address here. Jay took the card with the address on it and looked at it closely. <sighs> we'll see what we can do. But we're not promising anything. <laughs> Fuck yes. That's all I ask. Thank you guys. And won't forget that you two are doing this for me right now. And it means the world to me, okay? It really does. Now, don't worry about your shifts at work. I've taken care of everything. And I'll pay you for this whole endeavor. Trust me, okay? Just go. Craig walked away as Harry turned toward Jay. That dude seriously needs to lay off the fucking cocaine. The two 
gravediggers began the lovely trek of driving west on I-90 into western Massachusetts, and then north into southern Vermont. About an hour on the road, Jay's cell phone began going off. He picked it up and looked at the caller ID. It was a number he didn't recognize, so he let it go to voicemail. Yeah, probably another telemarketer or something. So, uh, you didn't answer my question. What question? Would you marry an Amish chick? Harry thought about it for a few moments and then shook his head. No. Why not? Well, um, I like my girls a little, uh, dirty. (laughs) What? You're one of the tamest guys I know. Just because I don't drink, smoke, or do, you know, doesn't mean I don't like a good time. What do you look for in a woman, then? Don't you know that you could probably create one hell of a sex (laughs) feed? Dude, some girls rebel against their upbringing by acting out on what their culture normally frowns upon. They go on excursions. This isn't NJPW, dude. They're not doing explore territory. It's called Rumspringa. How did you remember that? Uh, I did a book report on them in the sixth grade. Don't you think Peter Scheim's daughter has already done that and found our world something she doesn't want? So, you want an angel in the streets and a devil in the sheets. Is that it? So where does Vicky fall in that category? Leave her out of this. No, seriously, dude. Where does Vicky fall in that spectrum? Before Jay could respond, another phone call showed up on his cell phone from the same telephone number. It's the same number again. Maybe it's Craig. Hello? Hey, Jay, it's Jerome. Jerome? This isn't the McDonald's number. What's up? Yeah, I got tired of Gladstone's shit. I quit that motherfucker. It's not the best news. I got a job with McGee's. I start tomorrow. Dude. This has been Fun With Dirt. We'll see you next time. Except that we won't see you because this is a podcast and we can't see you at all. Join us next time on Fun With Dirt. Just starring Ferd Burfle as Jerome. All effects by Zapsplat and Mixpad Masters. Copyright 2021. Dark Char Media. All rights reserved.